Welcome to the Biblical Parenting Podcast. This is Dr. Scott Taransky, and I'm here with Elena Svetslot, and we are going to talk about something very important today. Elena, I'm grateful that you're here today. This subject, I think, is going to be helpful for parents, but they got to know how to use it. So uh, why don't you introduce our subject today? Hi, everyone. Hi, Dr. Scott. Very uh, grateful to be indeed uh, again together and sharing some more wisdom and some um, uh, more um, wise uh, learnings for the parents um, and for everyone who's willing to give it, um, give the biblical um, parenting a go. We really encourage that. So today we will talk about how to teach uh, children the wise appeal. And uh, when I first read about this, I wasn't sure um, uh, what exactly it is. But Dr. Scott, uh, would you like to quickly define for us um, uh, what the wise appeal is? Sure. The wise appeal is a way for children to appeal a, a no answer or a decision that a parent has made in a way that's respectful. But we got to go back here and we have to understand where we use it because I think that um, sometimes we are frustrated with the way our children respond to us because they badger us or they um, they argue or they complain or they whine. And all of those things um, are inappropriate. They're just not good for relationships. They put a drain on things as, as they're happening. They create more tension in the relationships in family life. And so we have to have a way to deal with the the challenges that we experience. Children need a way to approach parents when they are unhappy with the decision that a parent has made. Uh, we have to use the wise appeal carefully, but we want to explain to you what it is, and then we'll talk about when to use it and when not to use it in family life. Uh, but I, I think it's so helpful um, to talk about it because, and we'll illustrate this, it's something they're going to use for the rest of their lives. So that's what the wise appeal is. We'll talk a lot more about how to develop it and, and make it work in family life. Yeah, I think that's very interesting because many of us grew up in families um, where we didn't know about the wise appeal. And most of the times, if we had parents which were very, um, uh, very against <laughs> appealing their decision. Um, so this is really, I think, not only uh, wise to know, but also, like you mentioned, Dr. Scott, a, a skill for life. So let's dive into it and um, start by describing a bit further um, how it looks like and how and, and when and when not to use it. Well, let's start with uh, what it looks like in very practical terms. Here is what we say to a child. If you're not happy with the decision I've made, then you can appeal. And the appeal has three parts. First, you want to um, start this way. I understand you want me to, or you don't want me to, um, because that, that's the first part. So if a parent says, no, we're not having a snack right now, and a child says, can appeal and say, mom, I understand you don't want me to have a snack right now because, and they have to fill in the blank there. Um, the answer might be because we're going to have dinner in a half hour and and because I often don't eat my dinner, and so you want me to wait for dinner. Now, that is very important because we want the, in a wise appeal, we want the person we're appealing to to understand that we've heard what they've said. This is a very important part of the wise appeal, and sometimes children don't know why a parent has said no, so we tell them, ask them. 
why mom are and you have to do this in a respectful way you can say mom i want to make a wise appeal but i want to know what it is why it is that you're saying this and mom might say well you don't eat your dinner sometimes and because um we're going to eat in about a half hour and you say okay i got that so now you can form the first part of the wise appeal which is something like mom i understand that you don't want me to have a snack right now because we're going to eat in about a half hour and um and i don't sometimes finish or eat my food so that's the first part of the wise appeal and do we have a certain um do we work within a certain age range or is it recommended to you know for for let's say uh, children um starting with four or five do you have any guidance on that i heard one um mom say this once that my son came to me with a wise appeal at three years old and said mom i know you really don't want me to do this but i really want really want to do it so good <laughs> so that's the three-year-old version mm, of a wise appeal. Yeah. That we're teaching children to grow into it mm. okay so that's the first part of the wise appeal is i understand the parent the second part of the wise appeal is this i have a problem with that because and then well children never have a problem you know explaining why they want what they want so this part is the second part of the wise appeal and the third part of the wise appeal is so could i please and this is the job of the child is to try to take what the parent's concern is and satisfy that and also make a request so they have to come up with an idea mm -hmm. so it might go this way mom i understand you don't may have a snack right now because we're going to eat in a half hour and i and sometimes i don't eat my food i'm really hungry because i didn't have a lunch today uh i wonder could i please have a half of an apple and i'll be sure to eat my dinner it's that's the kind of um wise appeal that uh that a child might use and it's it gives them a formula to know how to fill it and sometimes we have to help children know okay give me the first part of the wise appeal all right mm -hmm. you don't understand that? let me explain it to you okay try it again give me the first part of the wise appeal the second part of the wise appeal okay let's do that one and then you got to think of a solution this is really important because when you think of the solution you're trying to um figure out the situation and not just think about yourself you're trying to say how can i bring a solution that might be okay for both parties this is one of the ways that it's used as adults i mean this is what we do as adults mm, sometimes mm. we come with a wise appeal and we come with a solution that's much bigger than the problem or the solution that the authority is thinking about we as authorities we've got our own script we're going forward we don't have time to think about solutions sometimes for someone who wants an appeal and so when someone comes and offers an appeal then it becomes much more productive so that's basically how you use the wise appeal. I can tell you how we don't use it, but that's how you use it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's very wise indeed. Uh, no wonder it's called the wise appeal. I, I think it's um, really teaching children to um, respond back in a, in a way that's appropriate when they hear a no and to think through what exactly uh, is that they are asking for and how they can um, reason. So that's, that's a very good skill to have. Um, and I know that some children also can use this um, in a, a bit of a manip manipulative way, um, especially if they are um, the type of children who are a bit badgering and they really want to get what they want to get. So, um, Dr. Scott, what advice do you have for parents um, who, whose children perhaps uh, misuse this um, appeal? Yeah, so kids need to know that you, just because you have a wise appeal doesn't mean that you're going to get what you want that there's still sometimes 
uh, when the answer is no, and you have to be able to accept no as an answer. So this is the key. If a child is unable to ex accept no as an answer, then they're not ready to use a wise appeal. There are times when we're going to say no, and the answer still no, even after the wise appeal takes place. We're going to say to a child, the answer is no. I thank you for the nice wise appeal, but I, this time the answer is still no. If a child still has a meltdown or still wants to argue about it, then maybe we need to say, you know, we're going to abandon wise appeals for a while. We're going to practice accepting no as an answer because being able to accept no as an answer is the precursor to the wise appeal. So sometimes we have to go back and say, look, here's what we're going to do. I, in order for you to grow in this, the first thing we're going to do is teach you how to accept no as an answer. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to practice saying no to you more often, and you're going to say, okay, or maybe next time, or something that is going to show me that you can accept no as an answer, because accepting no as an answer is a key, um, it's a key skill that anybody needs to learn. L learning to live within limits in a person's life is very important because, well, we all need to learn to live within limits if we're going mm. to stay within our budget or stay on a diet or whatever. So uh, if we can't handle disappointment, if we can't have contentment, we have a problem. So we practice that. But then if a child is able to do that, then um, we do, we are able to then uh, allow them to use the uh, wise appeal. Uh, but if it gets to go out of hand, you know, sometimes we just have to say to kids, you know, this is one of those times we're not going to use the wise appeal. Or we're going to have to say, you know, you've been trying to use, use the wise appeal more than I think is good. So we're going to take a break from the wise appeal for the next month or something. It's just a very important skill to learn uh, as we're trying to help our children understand this idea. Yeah. So that, that's how we don't, don't use it. Yeah, I really like what you're saying. Um, uh, in, actually, in the book that's called The Christian Parenting Handbook, you have um, a, a little chapter that deals with this topic and you say uh there the wise appeal teaches children that they don't need they don't have to be victims in life and i really like that um that we can use this skill to help children be instruments of change and take that uh with them forward so yes it can be challenging perhaps um especially if the, you know children are um trying to make it take advantage of of the wise appeal but it can really if done consistently um in a, in a consistent way it can really be a skill that children could um, absolutely benefit in the future, Doctor Scott. Uh, how do you um, how would you um, um, suggest for parents, for example, to deal with let's say challenging situation or topics which are not necessarily open for an appeal? Uh, we all know that there are things that we really don't want our children to. Are we still going to um, yeah allow allow that appeal or are we going to say no? This is something that's not really up for an appeal. Well, I think kids. I think we want to give children the ability to appeal mm -hmm. uh, points as long as it's not getting out of hand. But children who appeal, even when something is unreasonable, and where we're not going to say yes, I, I think it's okay for children to ask. Uh, I think that uh, they, they need to be able to accept no as an answer. And so when we say no, we may express our reasons why and we tell the child no we're not going to do this i, I think it's a uh it, this is one of those um skills we see in the bible you know mm. when when nehemiah appealed to the king uh or um esther appealed to the king mm. those are examples of the wise appeal um when daniel uh, appealed to the king he said he appealed to actually to the servant of the king and said can we 
um, have a test of the eating vegetables and and, mm-hmm. and the seemed like a good thing for them to do. So they said, okay. And then it changed the king's mind. I just think this is a, something that our children need to learn. And it really produces in them the ability to not feel like victims, but feel like, you know, there's a way to approach this. But there, kids have to be able to accept no as an answer because as adults, we use the wise appeal. For example, if I go into the manager of a store and I say, hey, look, my coupon's expired. But I wonder if I could still use it. And the manager says, no, nope, the coupon's expired. You can't use it. Well, it's acceptable uh, for me to make one appeal. I can say, could I just ask this again? I just want to make sure you understand. It says on the website, on your website, that we could still use these. I just want to see, is it possible that I could that I could use it here? Or And the, the manager, if he says no at this point, then I know I need to leave it. I must walk away. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I try to pursue, then I'm just being rude. And, um, and and so we don't want to do that. But I do think there's room in life for appeals if they're done well. And what we're trying to do is equip children to have it, uh, this appeal and do it in a, a wise way. So they practice it at home, then they can use it in other places in life as well. Thank you, Dr. Scott. Um, indeed, by teaching the wise appeal, we teach our children an adult skill that they will uh, use forever. And um, I would like to invite parents to to tune in this time um this series we are going to do on our podcast is in uh, um it's entitled um how to um and then we have a lot of topics um that we will debate that we will discuss so thank you dr scott for um sharing with us about the wise appeal and um do you have any final words of wisdom to share with the parents now let me tell you a story i want to tell you a story about how my son who grew up with a wise appeal, used it when he went off to Bible college. Here he's a young man going off to college first year, uh, and um, he calls back in December. So he's been there for a couple of months, and he says, Dad, you wouldn't believe it. They don't have they don't have the students out in the community at all. If Jesus were running this Bible college, he'd have them all out in the community um, serving somehow. And I said, well, son, it sounds like you have a point. Maybe you ought to create a wise appeal and, and uh, present it to the uh, leaders there. So Josh wrote a paper, a, a two-page wise appeal, and he sent it to me. And it's a good thing he did because I corrected spelling mistakes and other things for him. <laughs> and uh, but it was a beautiful appeal. And, and he then took it into the president of the Bible college. And he said to the president, I really think this would be the next good step for the Bible college. And the president read the, the paper, the appeal that he created. And the president said, you know, could you come and share this with the faculty next week yeah. at our faculty. So Josh was invited in to talk to the faculty and he shared this idea with the faculty. And two of the faculty members said, uh, we've never done it that way. We don't think this is a good idea. But others embraced the idea and it actually became something they were interested in. So they asked Josh to, um, after the first of the year, they asked him to speak in chapel. So mm-hmm. about this subject, about service and the importance of reaching out and how Jesus wants us to more than just absorb things in, in Bible college, but to be reaching out to others. So Josh did. He, w- he was a young man here, freshman in college, and he presented in chapel this idea to the student body and challenging them to do this. Well, it turned out that um, they discussed the idea more, but then uh, my son came home for summer break. And so he was at home and, and they called him and they said, would you come back two weeks early to school and set up 
an opportunity, ways for the student body to, to could serve in the community voluntarily. Anybody who wants to could. And um, and so he went back and he created this card file uh, that gave the students ways that they could serve. If they wanted to work with people, they could be in the pregnancy center, they could work in, in various churches, they could work with people. Or if they didn't want to work with people, they just wanted to work with things. They could pick up trash on the road. They uh, had painting projects they could do in the neighborhood different kinds of things that, that could be done all on these cards and people could come in and they could kind of check them out, so to speak, and uh, they could then serve. Well, this worked out really well for the school. And so when Josh graduated from the school, they asked him to come on full-time. He started working for the school and he set up their continuing um, service program. And every senior in the school was required to do an activity and uh, he worked himself into a job. So he, he started teaching in the school and he started to be a part of the um, the staff of the school. He just worked himself right into a job. I just think with story after story uh, mm -hmm. in my family and other stories we hear of people using the wise appeal to bring change into the lives, uh, into their own lives, into the lives of those they touch. This is let's not be a victim here. Mm -hmm. Let's do something to change our world. The wise appeal is a way to change our world. Let's do it. I, I think parents, as you uh, teach your children this and Im implement it in, they can take it and use it with their their school teachers, with their youth leaders, with grandparents. They can do it in a lot of different ways and it will empower them. That's the thing that it does. It empowers young people and children to change their world. So the Wise Appeal is a valuable tool that any of us can use in life. Wow. That's a very nice story that you shared there, Dr. Scott. Thank you so much for sharing and thank you for uh, um yeah, sharing with us um, wisdom about how to be um, how to be parents that can open open the the eyes of our children to be um, change makers in this world. Thank you very much. And